0: Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's H-I-V-E in case you can't spell hive. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to The Wretched Hive Podcast.
1: I bad feeling about this. Mos Eisley Space Force. What are you talking about? we will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious.
2: Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff.
3: I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks.
0: That's good news.
3: I like the sound of that.
2: Well, it is another episode of the Wretched Hive podcast here, and that means it's Avengers talk. Avengers talk tonight on the show. We have a lot of Avengers news. That movie's breaking records all over the place. Scott just wrote, "I have not eaten dinner tonight."
3: (laughs) 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 Warm another drink, Steve. That's
2: our. Oh, that's your. Oh, and he drew an arrow to the Jamesons. (laughs) All right, that's your dinner tonight. Well, we're drinking Jameson's, and that means that you have found the Wretched Hive podcast for Friday, May 11th, 2018, episode 61. My name is Steve Baldwin, and three, no, 4 yes, four-fifths of the Wretched Hive are here with me tonight, oh, cool. starting as always... The Wookiee co-pilot,
4: Greg Lent. Oh my god, I'm so glad to be here. I, I've seen Avengers. We are two weeks away from Solo. It is such an exciting time. We're actually like one week away from Deadpool, which also looks fantastic. Just so many movies. And movie Pass. fuck you guys. And not letting me go see more than one movie on my Movie Pass card anymore. Seriously, fuck you right in the b-hole.
2: I thought that was fake news when I, when I read that. I couldn't yeah. believe it. You can only see a single movie one time with MoviePass now, and I'm pissed about it.
3: Mm.
0: I can't yeah, go easy. and binge so. Han Solo in the theater. It is it is shocking to me that MoviePass has been losing money right and left. Shocking. <laughs> it yeah. is shocking that their business plan has not worked out to me.
4: Biggest surprise ever, right?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> also on the show tonight, he is a
1: lifelong Star Wars fan scotty vance oh oh my god steve i've got so much to talk about tonight so much but i need to say one thing before we move on and that is huge huge congratulations Mm. to matt and christina from the hellflowers friends of the show got married over the weekend Right. Hey! Ah, congratulations. congratulations! I I'm, I'm so. heard
4: they were engaged,
1: so uh, yeah, that's fantastic news. And that's uh, awesome. In honor Good of on the, those kids, in honor of those crazy wacky kids, I am wearing a hellflower shirt tonight, and I am going to help them real quick. Their show next week. They are the supporting act for missing persons at the Whiskey Agogo. Wow! So yes. very cool. Good so, for them. Yeah, but I am still. Happy to be here, and uh, I'm enjoying the hell out of my uh, vintage collection toys, the newest ones, even Snoke. Mm. Damn, that gold LeMay outfit is just fabulous
2: you know we have some the last jedi news that's that you are really going to enjoy scott i'm excited i can't wait to tell you about it i'm gonna go home and watch my blu-ray oh wait i don't have that lies
4: (laughs) that is the fake news (laughs) have you seen i am am sensing a cosplay opportunity for scott though where he just walks around (laughs) in a gold robe
2: Oh dude, I do that all the time. I was gonna say that's called <laughs> that's, that's called for that. That's called Saturday at the Ivansky House. Mm-hmm. And
4: finally Got so that every piss ant prairie punk who thought he could shoot a gun would try to take on the Waco kid. We have. Must have killed more men than Cecil B. DeMille.
2: Dave! Started to hear the word draw in my sleep. Under No circumstances.
4: One day I hear a voice behind me say, Reach for it, mister
2: should you ever
4: turn around and see a six-year-old kid?
2: And I that mean, is so dirty.
4: <laughs> so I just threw my guns down. Ever! Walked away. Call him. Little bastard shot me in the ass.
2: <laughs> Harry.
4: limp to the nearest saloon. Potter. All inside a whiskey bar.
0: Mm. Well done. That that is well done, but <clears throat> that has just just really bad undertones taken out of context. <laughs> just, I don't know if that's the Waco Kid or Jerry Sandusky doing that, uh, that particular monologue. <laughs> oh, man. Ouch! Hang, h- hang on Evening. for that. Good morning, go. good afternoon to you wherever and whenever you are listening to us and however you are listening to us. This is The Wretched Hive. Thanks to my favorite rebel scum, Steve Baldwin. We are 4 by 4 tonight. I believe we are missing one of the Hiveans, but that's we okay. Missing? We will press on. I think he might have disappeared when Thanos snapped his fingers, but I'm not entirely sure about that.
2: Well, I can tell you, definitely not on the show this week. He is the captain of the
1: Millennial Falcon
2: is absent, and Greg, do you have any idea where Nico is this week, by chance?
4: Not not this week,
2: guys. Not this week. <laughs> not, you have no idea? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that was the best. Oh, my God. Woo. Ah. Uh. That was like no. a
2: buildup for nothing. Oh. Was... Spoiler alert: Greg didn't prep for the show. Wouldn't be the first time on this show. Maybe, maybe you he's crawled in the I bottle. Got out of The that
4: w- blazing saddles rip. You guys are just lucky <laughs> was, I got that's, that. That's that's solid, by the way. That's very that was
2: solid. solid. Wow, that's what she said.
4: All right. Wouldn't be the first time I finished early. Just ask my wife. Am I
2: right?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh oh man! Well, we're off to a stellar start. <laughs> episode 61 off to a blazing
1: start oh. if you will um see what you did there i see, I see what i, 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 I see did what there, there. I see, I guys
2: there. uh did you did, have you heard that we've ha- we have an app no yep the app is flying off the shelves <laughs> and i am proud to say that we have made zero dollars on it because it is free download today from the apple app store the Wretched app. You can stream the show, play sound bites from the show, read the show notes. It makes coffee for you. It makes
0: coffee for you. Frank, and you can, you can chat with interactive holograms of your favorite Wretched Hive host. It doesn't Ooh. it does not come anywhere near doing that. But
2: that, that would be lies. really that would be really cool. That's a great idea. Alright, we gotta work that out.
4: It it rewinds all of your videotapes.
2: <laughs> it converts all of your video to digital. Uh, more coming, uh, more features coming all the time. That's the Wretched app at the Apple App Store. Also, you can find us online at thewretchedhive.net. You can find us on Facebook, facebookcom wretchedhivepodcast You can tweet at us at hive Pod. We're on Instagram at thewretchedhive77. Lots of ways to get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you, by the way, if you've ever watched Blazing Saddles, you can tell us all about it by calling the Wretched Hive Hotline, that's 562-455-4483, that's 562-455-HIVE, or H-I-V-E, and why do we spell it out, Dave?
0: In case you can't spell Hive. you
2: goddamn right, that's exactly right, <laughs> and, uh...
0: You are goddamn right. <laughs> I, I just like
2: saying that, it just feels good to say that. It
0: rolls off the
1: tongue, doesn't
2: it? Uh, a couple of notes about the show this week, um... We had a special event over at uh, Timeless Pints in Lakewood, California, to gear up for uh, May the 4th Be With You, Star Wars holiday for all Star Wars fans. Of course, every day is Star Wars Day in the lives of the Wretched Hive hosts and those that, that listen to the show. But well, May 4th just takes on a special connotation. We had a special event at Timeless Pints on May 3rd. I was not able to attend... But uh, Dave and Scott were both there, and I'm wondering if you guys can give a little rundown. How'd it go at Timeless Pints?
0: I'm giving well, this to Dave, yes. You're giving this to me? All right. So, yes, Steve was unable to make it after Steve did all the legwork, wrote all the questions. Steve foolishly accepted a work assignment that took him out of town over trivia night. So, good oh, job, Steve. Thank you. But fortunately, I was able to go for the entire show. Scott, because he's a evil genius... ...had a commitment that night that had a break in the middle of it... ...so he dashes over, put in an appearance for a half hour... ...literally shows up, walks in, orders a beer... ...gets it within three minutes tosses off some wisecracks shakes hands with people like he knows everybody finishes the beer pays his bill and gallops out of town like a goddamn cowboy or something hell
3: like yes i man. did oh dude yeah. it was so close
0: for pictures with a darth vader helmet on i mean it was it was i i, I couldn't compete with that i'm not gonna lie the darth
2: vader <laughs> helmet picture with you guys at the bar there fantastic check, check it out on our facebook page it's it's uh it's quite good you look quite good in that darth vader helmet thank you yeah
1: I, I I worked on that one. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate so, that. That was a so, Oh, go ahead. Yes. No, I
0: was gonna say, but say more
1: nice things nice. about Scott.
0: Yeah, Scott in all seriousness. Did. Yeah. In all seriousness. Time was fine. It's a fantastic little pub, little little gastro brewery place to go to. In, like, best beer in Southern California, yep. as you yes. like to say, Steve. That's right. And some of the nicest staff you will find in Southern California. So definitely go there, drop a couple dollars, get a nice get a nice drink on your way home before you have to interact with your family and your wife and your kids and the missus and all that stuff. Great event. Ken uh, told me the story of how they used to actually uh, pay a firm to come in and do a trivia night for them. Apparently yeah. that's a business you can do. And... They decided why not just do it ourselves. So Ken's been doing this, and he graciously allows us to swoop in and help him out uh, whenever he does a Star Wars themed night, which he told me is great for him because it's the one week he doesn't have to come up with like fifty <laughs> trivia questions. Um, so, so, so so glad, glad to hear it went well. Yes, Steve put everything together, and I got to sit with Ken. Ken ran the show; was a great crowd. Great turnout, some great names out there. Uh, Aluminum Falcon was one of my favorites, <laughs> along with Pork Chops. Pork Chops. Was Pork Chops. Favorite. Yeah, that was solid. I think that uh, was actually Brett.
2: Brett texted me yeah. that that his name, his team name was Pork Chops.
0: Yes, that was Brett. Yeah. He was asking about you, and until I made the connection, I was a little creeped out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> he knew a lot about like, you, Steve. Yeah, I was mm. like, why does Steve have a stalker who knows his mm. travel itinerary? If I had it's a nickel odd. for every time I had a man that
2: was looking for me, oh, <laughs> man, I, I'd be rich. This anyway. just got yeah.
0: real awkward. Yeah. So some of your questions uh, got us a finger from members of the audience, which was great. <laughs> you mean like but number was, one, right? Like one. I'm number one? Yes. Like that kind of a finger? Yeah, number one. Like that, okay. like that kind of a finger, exactly. Uh, <laughs> there was one guy there who had, uh, a, I think, a three-week-old baby strapped to him the entire time who slept pretty much through the whole thing. Okay, I'm that... Yeah, that freaked the me out, Dave. Baby answered every question correctly. By the way, <laughs> oh, it was like Baby Herman. It was just there to party and have a good time. <laughs> nice. It it kind of creeped me out. When you pointed that out, Dave, I
1: swear to God, I thought it was like that thing for the the little midget thing from uh, Total Recall, because it was on this weird baby pack thing growing out of the front of this guy. It was it was quite scary. But hey, man, that's cool. More power to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's good <clears throat> to introduce him to this culture early. Get him get him steeped in the ways of what it means to be a man. Early, But the questions went over well. I was actually impressed at the level of knowledge that some of the teams displayed. Uh, some of them, clearly not your thing, but still had a good time. And that is by far the most important thing when you're going out to, uh, to get a nice drink on a weeknight like that. I was actually very shocked that one team got the question that I thought was the hardest one there. Which was from the Star Wars Holiday Special section, mm. which everybody hated, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and it was question seven, which was what is the name of B. Arthur's character? <clears throat> One team actually got it, so I went I went out in the audience to find them and shake their hands and, and tell them how awesome they were. Awesome, very cool. <laughs> I liked
2: how Ken posted the answer to a question to uh, earlier that day on the uh, Timeless Pints Facebook thread. He put out the, uh, the make and model
0: of Han Solo's blaster, the Blastec DL-44. Yeah. yeah. It's kind That's of a solid. nice way to promote, yeah. And uh, I actually discovered, because I didn't read all the questions Steve sent out, or he omitted it from the list that he sent me, that I was the answer to the final question of the night. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, I think I intentionally omitted that from the... Uh, I didn't want so you to was... object... That was great. Uh, that do, was fun. Do you that remember nice how? Do you remember like that? Do you remember what's, how, it, uh, what's
4: it like to listen to your very
0: very angry yell <laughs> over a loudspeaker in the in the bar in, there? <laughs> in front of like seventy strangers? Yeah, that was a great experience.
2: I think the question was which wretched hive host appears to be angry in this quote from the show, and it was Dave
0: threatening so, to kick Nico's ass. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. I, Ken, let me help adjudicate some of the questions nice. because there were there were some that were you know it's. It's an open debate as to what it was. So on that one, I took a very active role. There was one team that actually wrote, Dave, don't ever call him Harry Potter. What? Yes, yes, you get that. And, That's uh, awesome. One guy, one team actually came up and tried to introduce himself to me after the question was asked, and I told him that, no, we weren't going to play that game. He either remembered me from the introduction on the starter. He had to figure it out. <laughs> nice. Uh, one person said, the guy standing next to you in glasses and a jacket, which I said we should have <laughs> We should accept because – and then the next person said the guy standing next to a yellow shirt, which Ken started to accept. And I was like, no, disallow that. They didn't even describe what I'm wearing correctly in real time. No, they're out.
3: <laughs> and Ken was
0: like, you know what? You're right. No, You're no points. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. Well, I knew it went well, guys, because I, I didn't tell you this. So this is kind of a surprise. Uh-oh. But I had a spy in the audience. We figured. Yeah, I had it a... was the baby. Wasn't it was it was a baby? No, you bastard! No, fucking baby! It was Bob Iger. Oh, Bob Iger! Yeah, it was. It was Bob Iger. Bob Iger. He was there that night, sure.
3: and I called
2: oh. him. Yeah, no. yes, he was. He was <laughs> hiding in the corner. I called him while you were there hosting the trivia, okay. and asked him how are you? Do- how are they doing? Yeah. How is Dave and Scott?
3: doing tonight? How are they handling it? Mostly are they Dave. okay? Mostly Dave. And this but, is yeah. what he said. It's hard to come up with enough superlatives to adequately express the tremendous work that team is doing. <laughs> so, congratulations. Bob was
2: really impressed Bob with the work that you guys did.
1: Oh, Bob. Thank
0: yeah. you. Yeah, Bob. I dozed up, up. Did I miss anything? <laughs> oh, sorry. Did yeah. it, what, what did he yeah. say? Yeah, Com- yeah. Comcast blew up the Disney Fox deal. Oh, we're going to get what? to that. Oh. Wait, uh, wait, we, wait.
2: We've got that queued up later. We'll get to that. Since okay. we're
1: talking about timeless pints, I need to bring this up. As you mentioned this, Dave. I haven't even. I need to know. Is the character's name? We can spill the questions right and the answers now. We're oh getting, yeah, they're up okay, there. Yeah. They're in All public. Right. Yeah. Is it Acmina? Akmina? You think I remember that? <laughs> Is that that's B Arthur's character's yeah. name? A- yeah. Acmina. That, was, Acmina. that was
0: a mean
2: question, by the way. <laughs> well, I. I I got some complaints that the questions were too easy last time. Yes. So I'm like, okay, I wrote a whole slate of questions just for the holiday special. And I, I messaged Ken before, and I'm like, what do you think about this? Because even a lot of like Hard. real Star Wars fans aren't going to know these. And he's like, you know what? They just need to know their shit if they're going to come.
1: And I'm like, all right. There There is a question you can pull yeah. from the holiday special hmm. based off of a character which appears... In a New Hope, but actually, really appears in a hol- in the holiday special edition. I- I'm sorry, the holiday special. I say special edition. Sorry.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, but doesn't actually the character that is named on the the cards and the character on the online does not appear in a New Hope. The character species appears, but the actual character name that has been known to all of us is actually in the holiday special. Really? Yeah. It's a uh, the the little. Um, Oh, Greg, you have the character, the the blue, um, Sears only. Um, well, he's a, he's a Snaggletooth character.
4: I forget what his, what his like, actual name is. Like on the card, it's Snaggletooth, though.
1: Right, so the character that appears in, in the holiday special has a red outfit, kind of a dark red maroon with a, a certain emblem on its chest. That's the character that was put out there. That character actually never appears in A New Hope. Hmm. It's a different version of that character.
2: All right, let's let's run yeah. this down now, Scott. Don't look at the screen That's for a sorry. second here. So, here here are the uh, Star Wars holiday special trivia questions that were at timeless pines. So let's see how Greg and Scott can do with these. What is Chewbacca's wife's name? Mala. Mala Wampa. The Mala will will be accepted. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: uh, what is name the Wookiee holiday that is central to the plot? Life Day. A live day, yeah, okay, yeah. At what point? Oh, now this one's tough. Did somebody get this one? If anyone got this one, I'm gonna I'll be shocked. At what point do we hear the famous Wilhelm scream? Uh It's when oh god, the, yeah. several people got
1: it. The trooper wow. is it the trooper? Yeah, there's,
4: so there's a there's a stormtrooper who goes flying over a rail somewhere. Right. That's all I know. That's right. Yeah. exactly. Yep. When, when I'm
0: not I'm not gonna lie. I told Ken to accept any answer that included the word stormtrooper. Okay, okay, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, it's when
2: Han and the stormtrooper tangle, and the stormtrooper falls off the balcony of Chewie's house. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Chewbacca's son Lumpy makes an appearance. What is Lumpy's full name?
4: Yeah. See, it's like lumpa rumpus. Yeah. You, that's yeah, it. Yeah. You you got it. Yeah. Well, yeah. lumpophagus. Ding ding
2: Lump-a-ophagus.
4: ding. Lump-a-ophagus.
2: I'll give it to you. Lumpa rump. Lumpa rump. rump. Who portrays Mermenia? The subject of Grandpa Itchy's sexual fantasies. Diane. George Lucas. Carol. Diane Carol. Bob Iger. Diane. Bob Iger. <laughs> Diane Carol, exactly. Bob Iger. And uh, let's see. Um, okay, number six. Name the 70s rock band that appears in the show.
1: Jefferson Starship.
4: Yeah, is it Starship or Airplane at it's, that point? It should That's be all
1: I'm Jefferson Starship, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Airplane was broke up at that point. And
2: then what is the name of the barkeep played by B.
0: Arthur?
1: Acnina.
2: You guys got that already. Yeah. I never yeah. would
1: have gotten that one, actually.
2: That, oh, one, that okay. one would have sailed right by I'd, me. I never
0: in a million years would have gotten that one. Hmm. All right.
2: ah. Woohoo! Well, congratulations to uh, all of the players and, and everyone that showed up at Timeless Pints because you're a winner regardless. You drank some great beer and had a good time with your with your with your fellow Star Wars fans and with Dave and Scott. Thanks so much for being there guys.
1: Yes, uh real quick though, I noticed a big difference between when you and I did it, Steve, hmm. and when Dave was doing it. Uh it was around the time uh good god, was it Rogue One that was coming out? We did it at around Christmas time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was December. So everyone yeah. was dressed up. Yeah. Almost no one was dressed up, but they had Star Wars shirts and other little things on. Hmm. It was a big difference. So
2: no costumes. No costumes.
1: Yeah, first the round one, there was there were a lot of people dressed up. Tons. A lot of
2: lightsabers and Jedi, yep. and
1: but yeah. a lot of Star Wars shirts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will say that. All right, so. cool.
2: All right, well, nice job, you guys. It's yep. hard to come well up with well enough done.
3: superlatives to adequately express the tremendous work that team is doing. From ABC News World Headquarters. This is ABC World News
2: Tonight. No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the wretched hive. So be it. Well, guys, as has been the custom since we've been doing this show, a ton of new Star Wars news to cover this week and uh, some really goofy scribbling by, by Scott, leading me to think we got to start off by talking about some stuff that happened on May the 4th. Now, StarWars.com... Okay, now, there, first of all, there was a ton of May the 4th Be With You stories to choose from this week. But I just pulled a couple because they've been a lot of stuff has been widely reported on many websites. But I thought this was interesting. And this is the part, Scott, I can't wait to hear your reaction for all this. Right. So, Star Wars ran a poll. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite Star Wars movie? That was the question and it listed all the movies and you got to select one and then it ca- it uh, cataloged your answer and added to the bunch. Uh, as of earlier tonight, we're recording the show on Wednesday the 8th, right? Or the 9th is today. What is today? The 9th. The 9th, sorry. Wednesday, May 9th. Earlier today, 113,652 votes had been tallied. So this is not a small number. This is a large sample size here. Can you guess... Which, no, which movie is the most favorite among Star Wars fans on StarWars.com? And I'm going to leave this to Dave or Greg, because Scott has the answer in front of him. Yeah,
4: Rip, I'm sorry, repeat, that was a very convoluted question. You I'm that sorry, I, I, I apologize.
2: <laughs> what did Star Wars fans rate as their favorite movie? Someone's what drinking. did most
0: Star Wars fans say was their favorite? We got, well, it's
4: got to be Empire. Empire Strikes it is, Back.
0: It's not Empire. There's no point to asking this question if it's Empire. It notes. is the the, the, the poll
4: is, is is a fallacy if it's not empire.
2: <laughs> the empire strikes back. Forty one percent of the vote. Yeah. So less than half, though. But forty one percent said the empire strikes back. Okay, okay. Right now, if you haven't looked at the notes. Yeah. Have you? You guys have? Have you looked at the show notes?
4: No.
2: Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that laughter. Well, uh, we need to isolate. That's, that. That's an excellent point. Oh, <laughs> That's oh my God! I'm point. sorry. You were serious about that.
2: I, I I thought I was talking to someone that cared. Sorry. Um, uh, okay.
1: So number. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Before this even happens, I'm going to put money right now. You think they're going to get this? If you really haven't looked at the notes, I am going to say that both are going to fail. All right. Let's at, see. At this All right, point. So so what do you think
2: was the second most popular Star Wars film according to Star Wars fans on StarWars.com?
4: Star Wars fans on StarWars.com. Yeah, I know that there's a huge fan base, and I'm going to talk this out, Dave. I'm star. I'm sorry if I'm uh, right. sorry right. if I'm taking the lead here, but I know that there's a huge fan base for Return of the Jedi. I know that there's a lot of people who love Return of the Jedi. Um, but can I say I'm going to go? I'm going to go because it's not going to be Episode Four. It's just not going to be because you guys are, are really building it up now, and we already hit the hit hit it out of the park with the. Empire. So I'm. Yeah, I was gonna say Rogue One to be snarky, but no, I'm gonna go Return of the Jedi.
0: Okay. And uh, Dave, what say you? I'm gonna say The Force Awakens just to be snarky. Second most popular movie. I win. Revenge
2: of the Sith, mm. Episode Three at twenty one percent. Wow. So pretty big drop from number one to number two. Now. This is where it gets really interesting. Yeah, I'm out. This is
0: exactly how idiots get elected to Congress. By the way, (laughs) I agree. Now, keep in mind, there's there's nine
2: nine Star Wars films that are in this in this poll. So, number three, what was number three?
4: Uh, Now you got to go New Hope. I would say now New Hope got to slide in here.
2: Okay, and Dave? Yeah, I'll go New Hope. A New Hope was number four. At, wow! Bidding se- because it's episode four. At seven percent, only got seven percent of the vote. Number three, the last Jedi. Yeah, bitches! Fifteen <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's
2: laughs> percent of voters. <laughs> said I the last Jedi. And like that, been...
1: Scott? I'm out,
0: motherfucker. That's what I'm out. <laughs> I'm out.
2: All right, I'll, I'll re- ask you
0: some, Let me ask you something, Scott. Do you like apples?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll run down the rest here. Uh, Number five, Return of the Jedi at 7%. Got the same number of votes, or the same percentage of the vote um, that A New Hope got. Uh, Let's see, that's number five. Number six, Rogue One at 4%. Number seven, The Phantom Menace at 2%. Got the same percentage of votes as The Force Awakens at number eight, 2%. And bringing up the rear... No surprise here, Attack of the Clones with 1% of the vote. Okay, all this proves,
1: all this proves Mm -hmm. is the lack of attention span (laughs) that certain fans have. Oh, Last Jedi is the most recent one, so guess what? That's going to be my third. What? what Revenge of the Sith? What? What is going on? Great.
4: I I like Revenge of the Sith better than I like Revenge of the Sith.
2: Wow. I, I think we've established this
0: yeah. previously. Yeah. Huh? Yeah.
4: I think no, I almost think I like I almost think I like Phantom Menace more than I like.
0: That's just crazy talk. Yeah. That is, that is I, such I, crazy talk.
4: I, so, I see that. I see that. But I I, I legit think that Return of, Return of the Jedi is a horrible movie.
2: So of of the one hundred thirteen thousand plus fans, Scott seventeen thousand fans said that the Last Jedi is their favorite Star Wars film. I'm just saying. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you,
0: Dave. Sorry about that. It's okay. I I have a challenge for Mr. Lent though. Uh, Not a challenge, a request. Okay. Hit me. As as a favor to me at some point when you have an afternoon and you have some time, this is what I want you to do. I want you to watch Masturbate furiously. I know you do that on most afternoons. (laughs) Try something different. Yeah, just to break it up a little bit. I want you to watch Revenge of the Sith. (laughs) Furiously. And then after that, I want you to watch Return of the Jedi. Okay. And I'm curious right. what your reaction is because I I did that. I watched all the movies Machete Cut, modified Machete Cut prior mm-hmm. to seeing The Last Jedi, and that gives you Sith and then Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I I had a, a better appreciation for Return of the Jedi watching it back to back after Sith. That was the first time I'd ever done that. So I, okay. I'm curious what your reaction is.
4: So so Sith first Jedi Jedi second is what yes, I sir. is what I go. Okay. Yep. Yeah, with
1: nothing, do, with nothing in between. You know what? That. I'm going to do that too, Dave. I am.
2: Sith and then Jedi. All right. I can commit to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I actually forgot to say first: StarWars.com actually copied us. Really? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, of because, course they did. Because our cause... poll was out there first. Our poll was a little Ob- different than theirs. Okay.
0: Obvi, Steve.
2: Because mm-hmm. uh,
4: no podcast has ever done a poll ranking Star Wars movies before We have the
1: first prequel to ever do that
4: <laughs>
2: Well, we didn't rank Star Wars movies I think they just got the idea to do a poll from us Because days before the StarWars.com poll We put a poll up on Facebook Something we talked about last week And that was Who would win the death match Between Darth Vader in his prime And Iron Man
4: Oh, there wasn't even a question about this one
2: Not even a question Yeah Eighty-one percent of voters in are, our poll are right. Went with Vader in his prime.
0: Yep. All right. So here's a question for the pod. Yep. Who would win a battle? Okay. Darth Vader in his prime, or Thanos with the full Infinity Gauntlet? Ooh. Hmm. I think I still. I I think
4: I still go Vader. I mean, because because Tony Stark. Put a put a beaten on on Thanos there. He needed a little help, but he also did fairly well all by himself for a little bit.
0: Yeah, and Vader um, Vader does have the Force. Yeah. Well, more importantly to me, and we'll talk about this a little more when we get to our Infinity War discussion. But uh, Vader can cut Thanos's hand off with his lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and, and he likes to cut hands Fucking off. Plot hole, people. <laughs>
2: And just ask Luke. He knows how to do it, for sure. He's, <laughs> he got he's, his he's got a lightsaber, and he's not afraid to use it. Well, that was fun, guys. Uh, yeah, I was surprised at that. The Last Jedi, number three. Yeah. Man, oh, man.
1: Now, b- wait, wait, wait. Bigger question, Dave. If Vader cuts off Thanos' hand with the gauntlet on it, will, when he receives the gauntlet back 35 years later, just toss it over his shoulder? <laughs> I just want to know. Nice. Well played.
4: Oh yeah, he will. Why why
2: wouldn't he? That's great. All right, the other story I have on for the May the Fourth was was a cute one. This a couple was born. A couple had twins, and uh, of course, boy and a girl twin. They named them Luke and Leia, and they were born on May Fourth. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: On a on a fake Star Wars Wars holiday, is that what you're saying? Can you can you imagine? No, I can't. I seriously, it could (laughs) have been. You have a problem with the twins now? I do. I do. It could have been May twenty (laughs) fifth. Why does it have to be May fourth? It's a fake holiday, people. Mm. Oh my god! And the the mom of the twins, Chewbacca mom. Oh, son (laughs) of a. (laughs) Just kidding. It was not Chewbacca mom. I'm out. I'm out.
3: Oh, that's all right. That's good.
1: Very cute. Congratulations.
0: Although, if if Chewbacca mom did do that, that would be like the single greatest cross promotional (laughs) thing I've ever seen. No doubt about it. Don't
2: put her up to it, Dave, please. All right, guys, it was, it, this is, I don't know if you guys remember this, but this is a Star Wars podcast.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but, but we, but yeah, but we got to talk about a little movie called Avengers Infinity War this week, because what? this, this movie. That's, I haven't heard That's good, because I promised
0: the crowd at Timeless Pints we were going to do that. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. this,
2: this movie um, has been making a lot of news and a lot of. Certainly capturing the imaginations of a lot of studio executives with the money that it did. And I'm sorry, I don't have the, uh, the latest, but where are we in terms of Avengers Infinity War in terms of box office? I know it set, set the, the opening day weekend record, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Fastest to a billion. Fastest to a billion. Yep. And that's global, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, internet, or um, Domestic. Do we know where
0: it is in terms of domestic box office? It's total domestic box office as of today, which include the, as of recording, which includes box office through Tuesday, May eighth, wow. is uh, four hundred and seventy-two million dollars, sixty-four thousand four hundred and twenty-five, and it's been out for a week. It's been out for about a week and a half. Yeah.
2: And by the way, in our predictions for opening weekend day, uh, Greg took that
1: prize. Yeah. Thank Greg was closest.
4: Yeah, I was the only one who thought I would take it. And you know, um, can I can I have a second? Are we in the middle of summer? Can I have a second? No, shoot, mm-hmm. please. So I I, I came to a, a, a an epiphany. I had an epiphany as a as a Star Wars fan. Mm. And this must be what it was like in the eighties for Star Trek fans when when in the early eighties when Star Wars was really on a tear and they were trying to make Star Trek movies, but they were always kind of second fiddle. I feel that way. It's Star Wars is the old man in the uh, in the in the in the in the game there, and and the young upstart is the Avengers franchise. Because man, does everybody go crazy for Avengers and so not so much for Star Wars.
2: It's not there. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's it. I I agree. I think that's really really a great observation, Greg. I think uh you know. Uh, the, well, Disney is do is doing a great job with both franchises. But this yeah. is the this is the nineteenth Avengers movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it does there's just no slowing it down right now. We've got two additional Avengers movies on no, three, right? Because we've got Ant Man and the Wasp.
4: Ant Man you know, and Wasp
2: later this summer. Right. Captain yep. Marvel <clears throat> Captain Marvel in, in March. February
4: or March, thank you. And then March, Aven-
0: and then the next Avengers mm-hmm. uh May-ish next Avengers next four, I guess you'd call yeah. it. And right. and then Spider Man homecoming to wow, he's dead, this is a boring movie in July 2019. Right. right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should have said spoiler alert on there. You know what? You threw me off on that. I'm now, sorry. The
0: movie's yeah. been... spoiler alert. He's yeah.
1: not dead, people. <laughs> First of all, and let's clarify this. We're
2: going to talk about this. The movie's been out two weeks. I say all. it's all hold. no holds barred here. R-
1: r- right. Right, on just, spoilers. Don't just, worry about that. Just give people a heads up and say, Look, I, I know the spoiler alert thing is, is overused, but just give people a little bit of a heads up well okay okay.
2: here's your heads up we're going to talk about the plot details of this movie potentially
1: well you said Avengers films so no there's one more Avengers film
0: okay well maybe more Bob Bob Iger on a earnings call today made a comment that said hey don't don't assume that we're not going to do another Avengers movie after next year's Bob Iger at what where was he he was on like a stockholder call or something. Oh my god, like that. that
1: sounds like a rip roaring party! I <laughs> I need to be there. We have a clip of Bob talking about
2: the Fox merger, and we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. We're not there quite yet.
1: We need yeah. to keep this amped,
2: people. All right, all right, all right, all right. Go on. I'm sorry. Okay, so this yeah. this movie's just been crushing it. It's it's uh it, it's there's no sign of slowing down. No. Uh, I, it took out the Force Awakens right for. Uh, gr- largest opening weekend. Yes. Largest... Um, domestic opening. Largest domestic opening. Worldwide right. opening. So uh, it's it's an exciting time to be a fan of this franchise. Sure. Good on you know, and, and this is on the heels of the huge success that was
4: Black Panther, too. That's right. Yes. And,
0: and that's I think that's part of why, Greg, there's the perception that Marvel's the new thing and Star Wars might be the old man in the room. Because if you look at what the box office totals were, for The Force Awakens, which was two and a half years ago, maybe mm-hmm. a little shy of two and a half years ago, versus where Avengers Infinity War is right now, it is no comparison. I mean, The yeah. Force Awakens just slaughters Avengers. Through 12 days, The Force Awakens was at $601 million for its box office take, versus $472 million for Avengers Infinity War.
3: Yeah,
0: I think it's just because... Star Wars is paced out a little more. I mean we've had th- you know one movie a year and Marvel has been doing three movies a year mm-hmm. and the last two in particular have been just absolute critical successes and huge box office successes. It feels like, oh wait, Marvel is edging past Star Wars in terms of cachet and cool. I don't know that I agree with it, but certainly there's more of Marvel to talk about right now than there is Star Wars. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the other thing about Marvel right now is, I think a lot of people were out there saying, "Look, we're up to 19 films. Have they run out of steam?" And it's clearly, it's clear that they they have not. So yeah. Yeah.
0: they have not with this movie because this no. movie was just fantastic. Not just in terms of how they structured and did a true epic, like a Return of the King style epic story. But just the one-liners and comedy bits throughout were fantastic. Everybody I know that I've talked to has a favorite little line or bit from somebody. Like I've had multiple people tell me about, you know, "Put her down, grimace" is one of their favorite mm-hmm. one-liners in the film.
4: Yeah, just you have Thor, and I, and I know it's it, it's 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 funny Thor, and I, I don't know how you feel about that, Dave. But you know, he he he's his new buddies are tree
0: and rabbit. I mean, that's just great every time he's talking to them. <laughs> and no, I actually liked this funny Thor, because it was Thor being funny, but he was doing Thor things. He was being the king and the leader and the majestic Asgardian history and culture. He was doing all of those things and dragging these kind of crazy, you know, the rabbit and the tree with him throughout. So I I dug the, the Thor comedy in this thing, but how it was in Thor Ragnarok, I just felt like it was, it was too much. It was like, sitcom Thor. Yes, I'm the wacky neighbor. Look at me. Yeah. You see, my friends here are a perfect example of the
1: combined talents of the Wretched Hive podcast ridiculous. We
0: are influencing James Cameron. We are.
2: I think we are.
0: Ida, you know what, blue cats. Jesus, I would happily watch The Clone Wars on a repeating loop than have to watch True Detective Season 1 again. Festering pile of nonsense.
1: I don't know how
0: inebriated
4: on a scale of one to however much these guys are I am tonight, but I'm getting there.
0: Glenn Fry
2: was the most egotistical jerk out of all of them what an asshole there's a good possibility that nico is torquing a moonfish there's a problem with our country
1: okay and it's chewbacca mom that's the problem i like big
0: butts and i cannot lie
3: can we just get back to the show please this is steve Sansweet of rancho obi-wan and you're listening to the wretched hive podcast
4: for Avengers for me. I really enjoyed the team-up aspect. And I think I threw this out in the thread you guys. It reminded me of the old Marvel team-up comic books because you yeah. had the Thor Guardians mashup, you had the Iron Man Guardians mashup, you had the I guess you'd call them the Secret Avengers um with with Cap and his team and and it was just it was such a great mishmash of characters and and everybody on their own little adventure. I I just dug the shit out of it. I think they did. It was a, it was a very well crafted comic book story
2: it really was and it's expertly written and directed i mean with that much star power and that many characters it would be very easy for them to get lost in the in the mush and i didn't think any of the characters got lost that weren't intended to be lost i mean all of them stood out on their own in their own way and what what also stood out to me was the risk taking and this this article in business insider really summed it up well with they're talking about Star Wars the Star Wars franchise and the Marvel franchise as taking risks and these risks are paying off. I mean at the end of you know at the end of the last Jedi we've got of course spoiler alert uh Luke apparently dying at the end of Infinity War spoiler alert number 2 a lot of major characters seemingly are gone. I mean it's it's really quite amazing that these risks they're taking are paying off and in the case of Star Wars though Star Wars is doing it really without a safety net this article on uh, the ringercom called the right way to deal with franchise history details how you know Star Wars and a- Avengers both taking huge risks with these franchises and the way they're closing out these the, the most recent episodes of the franchise but Star Wars really flying without a net here by killing off a major major character and so I just I I, I wanted to get your take on that especially in, in with with um, with the most recent Avengers movie, Greg, these characters are are. I mean, I am not familiar with the comics as well as you guys are. So, are we really losing these characters? You think, or are they going to come back?
4: Well, the, the the big MacGuffin in the room is the is the uh, gauntlet, and and to really nerd out right now it's the possession of the time stone obviously allows you to rewind time and make those things not happen now i think the bigger question i think the characters that die at the end of the video were come back the bigger question to me is the characters that die before the big snap of the fingers do those characters come back and that's characters yes. like loki characters
3: mm. um
4: characters like uh, gamora heimdall uh, but but at heimdall and vision. What happens with those characters? I think that's the the question. I think everybody else that you know that fades away, um, and who might have a, a sequel to their very successful movie coming out. I think those guys will be okay.
0: That makes sense. I was so shocked when everybody that's still under contract. You think is going to be okay <laughs> in the long run, and the people whose contract expires after Avengers four. Those are the ones we really need to be worried about.
4: <laughs> you know, the interesting theory that I heard. Today or yesterday or something like that, because obviously you know Chris Evans talking about getting out, getting out. um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. talking about getting out. Do you reboot after Infinity War with the rewinding of the time stream? Do you reboot and make it the Ultimate Universe, and then you can have new characters, new actors? I
0: I think you absolutely could. I think there's a there's a Teen Tony storyline from uh, the comics that they could riff on if they wanted to. There have been multiple instances where Captain America has given up the shield. And either Bucky or the Falcon or the Super Patriot or somebody has come in and been Captain America who is not Steve Rogers. There's another Spider-Man running around. There's a Miles Morales running around the the Marvel Universe. I mean, there's all kinds of things they could do in addition just, to the ultimate got, idea.
4: Yeah, they just got that kid, though. He'll be around for a little bit. Yeah. And he's good, too. I like him.
0: Oh, he he is an absolute find to do that part. He was born to be Peter Parker. Yeah. It's funny this line of of
2: conversation leads me to think about the rumors that uh Boba Fett can come back because some just some random guy finds the armor and puts it on and he's the new Boba Fett. So do you do you Scott can you can you put somebody else other than Tony Stark in the Iron Man costume and have it work? <laughs> yeah.
4: Just somewhere, somewhere on tattooing in the in the in the waste, there's there's a Sarlacc anus that poops out Boba Fett armor.
1: <laughs> clean it up; it's fine, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think at one point um, Pepper Potts takes up the armor and becomes Iron Man. Really? technically. Yeah. Is Dave? Am I correct on that? Or am I?
0: I don't remember if it's Pepper Potts. I know they've they've been doing some really funky stuff lately with Iron Man. Uh, Doctor Doom has been Iron Man for a little bit. Yeah, I I could have sworn I, at I at some point. I have not read Iron Man in a very long time. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I, from what I've heard, that the Doctor Doom is Iron Man storyline is actually very good. Okay, I, I I thought for some reason I'll have to I'll
1: have to look it up, but somebody else takes up the mantle at some point hmm. so yeah I absolutely think um, they could do that and like Dave was saying you have uh, Miles Morales um, uh, takes up the Spider-Man mantle after uh, Peter Parker dies and uh, yeah. but here's it- the thing if, if you know the story okay if you look at what's going on in, in uh, Infinity War and you know how you know what they're drawing from they're drawing from multiple sources here uh, but mostly, it seems to be uh, the Infinity Gauntlet, and what if you know that storyline and you know that they're they're trying to follow it best as possible? I'm sorry, I'm having an ear That's issue good. with the headphones. Um, then you know that uh, these characters don't die in this in what we saw on screen. Mm-hmm. It it's, it's shockingly sad to people that don't know the story, especially honestly. The most heartfelt moment in this whole story was when Spider-Man dies mm-hmm. for me. I, this kid is amazing. And to see him at that moment where he just looks at Tony Stark and says, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Like, that was heartbreaking to me. Like, at first he's like, I don't feel good, all this stuff. And he just looks up and he's like, I'm sorry. He did, He disobeyed his orders. He disobeyed what he did. It was an emotional scene. Oh, my it really God. Was. It was. But um, he's coming back. Mm. I mean, we know this for the fact that there's going to be a homecoming, too. And... If you know the Infinity Gauntlet story, you know that these characters are not dead. Did you think that? At, um, by oh. the way, there are hints of that in the actual film. Oh, there are actual hints. Mm. So yeah, Doctor
4: doc, so, Dr. Strange drops a huge one. Yes, I
1: kind
2: of thought that Doctor Strange gave up that Time Stone kind of rather quickly. Yeah, he well,
0: does. yeah, because he's been he to the future, he's seen the one scenario where they win. Ah. Uh, yeah, And so right. to me, it's right. it's very clear Tony Stark was alive for that one scenario to work. And that's why he was so quick to give up the time stone. Yeah, because okay. he said, I will do anything to protect this stone. Oh, the one shot we have of winning Tony Stark lives. I'm about to watch him die. Boom. Here you go. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah. Got it. Also, there is a moment at the end when you deal with uh, Thanos talking with Gamora uh, there that was are, very emotional too. Yeah, but that was good. Rewatch or, or look at that scene again. Watch okay. that scene again. You'll see something. You, if if you don't know the story of the Gauntlet, there's something that's kind of hinted at. So it, it has to do with one of the stones on the Gauntlet. Okay. So I I, I have a feeling they're going to go down this road. Um, my biggest thing, honestly, the the fanboy, the fangasm moment for me was seeing the Red Skull kind of in the style of Death. And Dave, if you know the story, you know that this whole story takes place with Thanos, who is in love with Mistress Death. And so there's this moment where you see the Red Skull in that, that black cloak kind of hovering, floating along, and I'm, it, I don't know. I got goosebumps. Hmm. And I thought that was a great throw-in for that character, too, because I had watched a bunch
4: of the early Marvel films leading up to it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that Red Skull just kind of vaporizes with the... Uh, yeah. With the Tesseract, you know, he doesn't really have a death scene. He just kind of hmm. fades away, you know. And what was and in like, the
1: Tesseract? What stone was in the Tesseract? Uh, Whatever the blue one, whatever it is. <laughs> on <the> space. Space. <laughs> it the space stone. It Thank was the space stone. It was the space stone, which allows you to travel anywhere in space. <laughs> it was the Dodger stone. It was the exactly.
4: Dodger stone. Oh, Exactly. So. But, and but you know, I, 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 I was thinking at the time, you, you know he's going to come back, but it was still like he shows up. I was like, holy shit, they brought him back. I thought it was hmm. really cool.
0: So I like how we talk about the early Marvel movies. Like it was this really old movie called <laughs> *The Empire Strikes Back*. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. When was the original? Uh, ten years ago, right? Yeah. Was yeah, it 2007 or eight?
1: Yeah. Iron Man, first one.
2: So, wow.
0: so I gotta say, because again, my big plot hole, my biggest complaint about the movie, honestly, is when they were on Titan and they actually had Thanos on the ropes and he was like whatever, and they're trying to pry the gauntlet off or, off of him. I'm like. Mm. Why are you not just cutting the dude's hand right off of him? You have Nebula right there. It's like, Nebula, cut his hand off. Snap, done, is my guess of what happens next.
4: Yeah. They're not savages. Come on.
0: <laughs> Nebula, would, Nebula would cut his hand off on demand, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, and hence
2: our next uh, trivia question on Facebook, which is Darth Vader and his prime versus Thanos. Who wins? Yeah. Darth Vader cuts off the hand that has the gauntlet. Done. Yeah, Darth Vader is a savage. There you go. Yeah, he is. By the way, if you're interested in, in discovering whether Thanos killed you, you can. Yes. There's a website that can tell you.
4: Oh, you know what? I haven't done this yet. I've seen this all over the Facebooks and everything. Yeah, it, I haven't actually done this. Give me the
2: website. I'm going to yeah. tell this all in real time right here. I I lived. Okay, I was slain. I haven't checked. for the good of the universe. It told me, by the way. Ah, uh, a podcast did did Thanos kill dot me? So it's. Did Thanos kill me? And uh, both my sons survived. Hmm. But I'm a goner. You're a goner. Uh, I was spared by Thanos. Son of a bitch. I have not checked. Go on your phone right now. I'm going to see if I'm.
4: (laughs) I do this on my phone. If I refresh this, does it give me a different answer? No, it does not.
2: <laughs> it, it Apparently cookies are involved because it knows that you've already visited. Okay, i gotta got to see what Scott. It, what it, is it? Did it's, it's like that John,
4: John Oliver uh, meme generator that was just a picture, a black and white picture of a famous person in
2: history, just some random quote that he had some some mo- many months ago. <laughs> Love it. I didn't see that, but it sounds good. Um, okay, what else did I want to say about this? Oh, there was a super – oh. Scott? Oh, Scott was slain. I'm dead. I'm out.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm out. Dave,
2: it's me and you from here
4: on out, buddy. Me Me and you. you, Me and you to save the universe, man.
0: (laughs) Dave, were you spared or are you slain? I was spared. Greg and I are going to be like Paul in the next Deadpool movie. I guess. (laughs) uh, Got no power, so I just like the ad. That... (laughs) You're in. So that was really strong. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That I, I'm not a Deadpool guy, but that bit in the trailer, immediately followed by a shot of him like parachuting out of the plane, it's <laughs> yeah, just it's good gold. Stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah.
4: I, I, Dave, I think I'm kind of the same way. I, I mean, I liked the the first Deadpool movie, but it wasn't the greatest thing I'd ever seen by any means. But yeah, that scene in the trailer just completely made me laugh out loud that
0: that end the line when he's like oh you're so dark are you from the dc universe <laughs> yeah. i thought that was great
1: i think he's been listening to our show as well on that one come on you know the meta moment is when he's calling josh brolin one-eyed Willy. i mean come on <laughs> did nobody pick up on that yeah. all nope. i know is luck's not a superpower <laughs>
2: Uh speaking of uh getting back to Star Wars really quick and uh the, there's Why a great there's a great Why? there's a great mashup actually of uh of uh Marvel and Star Wars. Uh James Gunn on Twitter at James Gunn posted oh, yeah. this artwork that's uh the uh callback to the original posters, the episode four and episode five posters, only done up with the Guardians characters and it's strong. It is good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, go so, check that so. out.
0: Did you guys see the story where uh, James Gunn was asked what Groot's final line was before he disintegrated at the end of Infinity War?
2: <sighs> I did. It's very depressing.
0: That that is heart wrenching. What, it, what no. was it? I didn't hear it. Uh, it's, Groot's it's... final line was was straight up looking at Rocket and saying, "Dad." Oh, oh my
2: god! Man. Stop it! Yeah, you know, I got to throw in some dad stuff, and I just
1: kind of pretty much melt. No hey. matter what, yeah. Steve's gonna ball like a little baby next time he sees Avengers. Seriously.
4: Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change the tone a little bit. That John Oliver thing I was talking about. You can go to a website <laughs> called Definitelyrealquotes.com. dot com. <definitelyrealquotes.com. laughs> so was, I great kills uh, the I moment click up right the thing, there. It, it generates a picture for me, and it's a picture of Gandhi. And the quote is: "Hello nine one one. I think I just glued a cabbage patch doll to my penis. Her name is Addison Earlene." <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hit the box below. Okay, here we go. All right, I got one of uh, this is uh, Teddy Roosevelt, former president of the United States. Does this smell weird to you? I don't want to eat it if it smells weird. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs>
1: Definitely realquotes
4: John Oliver, He's so good.
1: Those Brits.
2: Those Brits.
1: His his last episode, by the way, was
2: fantastic. I am going to say, I am going to guess that he said something funny about Trump.
1: No.
4: He, no. He quit, he quit his show.
2: He quit his show. Because
0: uh, <laughs> he got a koala STD clinic named after him by Russell Crowe, who, <laughs> who was pissed that John Oliver bought his jockstrap from Gladiator and donated it to the last blockbuster in the state of Alaska.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That explanation was so beautiful, Dave. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Did I get that right? Tom? You did! Oh my god!
2: There's no he's way you could. I don't
4: think he's pissed. I think it's more in good fun. But you got the gist of it. Uh,
2: you're a creative guy, Dave. But there's no way that you could have made that up on the spot. I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's strong. I couldn't have
0: done that on my best day. Are that's, you kidding me?
2: That's strong.
1: Seriously, to see him react to this—the the actual plaque hanging on the wall about the koala chlamydia unit—is <laughs> the best thing I've oh, seen on TV in a long so time. Good. Oh, I'm gonna find it.
2: Yeah. All right, guys, we got to get back to the wars here. We are a Star Wars podcast, so let's get back to it. There's solo stuff, there's solo news uh, plenty. And uh, the Star Wars show had a clip actually at StarWars.com. I think it was not the Star Wars show, I think it was StarWars.com. Posted um, a little clip of a a tour of this ship. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called the Millennium Falcon. Let's try to out.
0: Hey, I'm Donald Glover, and this is the Millennium Falcon. Let me show you around. These are the living quarters. One of my favorite places on the ship. Everything's patent leather. Uh, We got the sound system. It's pretty great. You don't want to touch any of this. Up here, we have the guest quarters. Pretty awesome space. Over here, we have one of my favorite places on the ship. Food and coffee bar. Make you a drink
4: if
2: you want, you know? Eh? Eh? Mm. Strong stuff. This is so good. I'm not gonna play the whole thing. It's about two and a half minutes. Oh, long, whoa, 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 whoa you gotta I play. I to get a cape room. Yeah, you oh, gotta. You oh, to get cape room. You can't. Oh. Here we go. Let's see. Let me find it. Yeah, Captain's yeah. quarters. Here yeah, we go. Here. right. Okay, this is it right here, I think. Hold
1: on. We need to play this. But I think the coolest part of this entire ship is in here
0: the cape room. I got every cape, okay? I got an everyday cape, sister's wedding cape, intergalactic president's day cape. This is just if someone gets cold, cape. I got everything you could probably ever
3: ask
1: for in here. Okay, Man, it's so damn. awesome. I need a screen capture of all those damn capes because oh. that fuzzy one. <laughs> oh, you know there's fans
2: going through that, zooming in, making uh, copies yeah. of all those capes, oh, right? Yeah. Right Let's as we speak. Making capes right now. That's
1: amazing. The Falcon uh, is, is amazing. It, it is, is it amazing. just
2: me who's uh, been watching
4: that his uh, "This Is America" video, Donald Glover's "This Is America" video? Though, is it just am I the only one? I'm usually not a big hip hop guy, but I don't know something about that song, and that video just really just reels me in. I haven't, huh. I haven't seen it. No. What's it called? <laughs> this is America. This is America. Yeah, it's, it's been it getting out. a lot of press recently yeah. because he was on Saturday Night Live and he like debuted the song. But there's a really cool video. It's you know it's a it's a statement kind of video, but yeah, it's just it's. it's yeah,
2: it's cool. It's fucking awesome. Cool. Really, yeah.
4: really good. And it's under his Childish Gambino moniker. So that's you know don't look for Donald Glover, look for Childish Gambino. So.
2: Although I will say he um performed as Childish Gambino on SNL. Mm-hmm. Is it last week or 2 weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Strong. He was he yeah. ho- he's a great host and then he performed as well, really good stuff. Yeah, he did a he
4: did a couple of he, he did a couple of Lando bits or just one during the show. Just the one Lando bit? I the
2: I just saw the one. Okay. But I probably right. fell asleep. So yeah. All right, Scott, what yeah, have you got in your hand there. Guys,
1: I have an announcement to make. I am moving on. Oh. Say what? I am moving on. It's this is a surprise to everyone, I know, but I Come want to up? make I need to make this announcement to all decide. of you. Okay. The last Jedi is behind me, and I am now officially moving on to my official Han Solo <laughs> magazine. I am ready for the movie. I'm amped, guys. (laughs) Sweet. It's happening. I have bought the official Han Solo magazine. I know. Look at the back. The back is badass. Yeah. I want that as a poster. These images are
2: really, really good. So this is is Hollywood Spotlight, Han Solo, an inside look at the new Star Wars story. Uh, On newsstands now, I assume. Oh, yes. Full color mag uh, capturing a lot here. Lucas, a saga story.
1: I'm just flipping through. It's got everything. Corey artwork, Revenge of the Sith, lead all leading up to the new. Oh, look at that! Yes. By the way, are we talking about this tonight? Oh, have you seen the that. actual scene? <laughs> Sorry, have you seen the scene? <laughs> I forgot we're on an audio podcast. My <laughs> with uh, Woody Harrelson and Chewbacca. Yeah, there's whether well, they're playing
2: um, chess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. That that just hit today, or yeah. as, as we record Wednesday. I
1: thought it hit today what, huh?
2: what they they
4: just released uh, like five or six new little TV yeah. spots I've, I've actually been trying to stay away from them so I mean okay. I, so okay. I have not seen it yet and I, and I'm I kind of been trying to stay away
1: yeah
2: well let's hold off then because the next time we uh, okay the next show will be the date the movie's released Now I'm ready so yeah
1: okay
2: correct all right uh, talking about solo there's an article here at the at uh, HollywoodReporter.com solo a Star Wars story tracking for record 160 million plus Memorial Day take Wow respectable yeah yeah uh, respectable. the Ron Howard directed standalone makes its world premiere May 10th now that is tomorrow as we're recording and yesterday as we're airing the show uh, big premiere in Los Angeles on May 10th so we him? can
4: dutifully say that we watched it all last night and we loved every second of it. Can't believe the surprises and stars that came out to, to support mm. the Solo movie,
2: right? Popcorn was stale. Otherwise, a great oh. night. Yeah, great yeah. night. Yeah. Um, to, 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 oh, followed by a stop at Cannes. So the Cannes Film Festival will be a landing spot for the Millennium Falcon Nice. and Han Solo. Where Where in L.A. is this uh, date? Um, Does it say? You know what? Does not say
4: here. I've heard that he hates these cans, and that you should stay away from the
2: cans. (laughs) (laughs) Films in the can. Oh man! I'm sure there's like two people who
4: got that joke. I really, and I think I think Scott and Dave are two of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He hates these cans. (laughs) That's right. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. You are not going to pull that one over on me. (laughs) That's one of the greatest movies of all time. You know, Steve Martin is actually doing
2: stand-up somewhere local. No, he's doing like a night of conversation somewhere local. You know
1: where he got to start, right? He used to play... banjo. No, no, no. At Disneyland. He still plays banjo. Even before Disneyland, he played the Little Birdcage Theater at Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, he's a Cal State Long Beach guy, too. Yeah. Yeah amazing.
2: I think he copied me and went there. Damn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You play the band 30 aren't? years before I went there. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, this article on Sci-Fi Wire. Ron Howard describes the moment he knew he'd be able to finish solo a Star Wars story. This has been reported on a couple of outlets, but I'm reading from sci-fi.com. Howard was on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert Thursday night. I think this is a couple of weeks ago now. A life, uh, Colbert, of course, a lifelong Star Wars fan, couldn't help asking the director about the daunting moment when he finally walked onto the solo set to begin work. And Ron Howard said, it was chaotic, I was anxious, and pumped up, and it was a big action scene, you know, it was a beautiful set, and everybody's there, and it's the droids, and the aliens, and the Wookies running around in blasters, and I organized this very complicated shot. He goes on to say, Londo flips the gun, Lan- Londo, let me see. Lan- I, can re- I can read. <laughs> hand uh, Lando flips the gun, the blaster to hand uh, and hand swings around and the camera move is perfect everything goes great and uh, he goes on to say he got a, a, a fist bump and a full body hug from Chewbacca and that was the moment he knew, okay I can do this but I realized I was in a galaxy far far away and it's going to be okay so I'm so happy for Ron Howard I, I'm a fan
1: of his and I'm I'm thrilled that he did this movie, and I hope it sails. Okay, you're not playing the clip right now, right? No. Okay, let's back this up. We need to analyze what you actually misread there. Let's go back for one second, because there is something that gives a little bit of a hint. Okay. It says some Wookiees running around. There are multiple Wookiees running around here. It says
2: aliens and some Wookies running around. Well, we know there's some Wookies. There's two in the trailer, right? right? Chewie gives a little hug or some sort of a head
1: bump to... That's Another Mala. Wookie. It's got to be Mala. Come on. It's got to be Mala. Come yeah. on, people. Or he's
4: got some side Wookiee. You don't know. No. Oh. <laughs> he, he is
1: full side Wookiee. He <laughs> is 190 years old, right? Is that is that correct? <laughs> well, yeah. Doesn't he say at, that? In at le- least. Yeah. Uh,
2: also in line with the release of Han Solo, we've got Star Wars. Uh, hashtag Roar for Change. This is their uh, Force for Change campaign. You submit your video doing your best Wookie Roar, and uh, I think you could win, um, hmm, it benefits UNICEF, which is uh, life saving work for children around the world, provides food and clean water. So definitely a good cause, and uh, so go on Facebook or on the internet, uh, hashtag RoarForChange, and you can win, it doesn't say, I thought it was maybe a trip to the set or something, but that's passed now. Uh, anyway, it's a good cause, and go check that out as well. So Disney really hyper promoting this movie. I've seen billboards on the four hundred five, nice uh, billboards around the
1: city. It's it we're in full swing now. I want to say solo. I want to say one thing because we talked about this uh, a, a month or so ago. Uh, the artwork that was plagiarized. Mm, yeah, there is a theater here in Southern California in uh, Cerritos, oh. the city of Cerritos. Uh, It's called Harkin Theater. It's a beautiful theater. If you get a chance, get out there. They have these ginormous painted billboards up on... Have you been to Harkin? I've been there, and I know the billboards you're talking about, but I haven't seen this Han Solo versions. The Solo one of the plagiarized poster is up, and they have not taken it down. So it's that orange and white, and it's beautiful. It's seriously beautiful. I know it's plagiarized. I know there's an issue, but seriously... That had to have sucked after they did all that work. To get, I mean, that thing is huge, man. It's up on the top of the side of that building. Yeah. Right. It's got to be 20 feet high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got I,
4: I got to say, I was at LA Live uh, a couple weeks back. Yeah. Um, maybe about a week and a half, maybe two weeks ago, something like that. Um, and it was nighttime, and so all of the big screens are, you know, and they installed all those huge LED screens all up around LA Live, like right around the exit mm. of the Microsoft Theater that's there.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And so as I was walking through that little square there, on the huge screen, they start playing the solo trailer, right? And then in that huge square area, so there's a giant screen that's in the middle. On the sides, there are four or five smaller satellite screens that are to the side, right? So in, the, in the, on the big screen, you have this um, the solo trailer playing. And all the little side screens, there's an individual close-up a live close-up, because they're moving around. It's like one of those NBA player profile things, you know, of each individual character. So there's there's Han Solo, mm. there's Kira, there's the Woody Harrelson character, there's Lando, all on a separate satellite screen surrounding the little square there. I'm like, this is fucking awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, oh That's awesome. Yeah, they've really done that area right. Those, I know exactly those screens you're talking about. They curve around the side of the building. Yes, yeah. Yeah, those are super cool. I
4: nice. was impressed. It was like, I'm like, bro, this is pretty... So awesome I had to stay and watch it for, for just that little moment as we were walking through the square.
2: Very cool.: uh, Guys, we have got two more stories here, uh, and they both they both have to do with shopping. So if you're into shopping, into spending money, check this out. Number one now this seriously interested me uh, Sci-fi.com reporting that Carrie Fisher's personal copy of the uh, script for a New Hope is up for sale. And what they've done here is they've taken the pages apart so you can buy a single page uh, that's certified to be legitimate from her her brother, is it, what's his name? Is it Cliff or Todd? Her brother Todd Todd, is overseeing this. So a picture of Carrie uh, with a page from the script where Princess Leia has a speaking line. Oh, man. Side by side, framed up and everything behind glass, $599. If you want one that's a page of the script that is not one where Princess Leia has a line of dialogue, it's $499. Oof. But I'm thinking we each pitch in 125 bucks, <laughs> and this thing could rotate around our homes
0: forever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't. Can you imagine Pretty having cool. a
4: page of that script? I know.
2: The sample they, uh, they had uh, online was... Um, I think it's it was the scene when they were in the detention bay and she's like mm-hmm. yelling at Chewie. Yeah. Oh.
1: You know, or it,
2: yeah, or not yelling at Chewie. Han yells at Chewie, but Leia's, you know, making fun of him. Did you like Han. AA23? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Absolutely your worship. Look, I had everything under control before you
0: brought us down here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Uh so the other story I have about shopping is um well, it's it's bigger stakes for this one. This is Comcast is readying a cash bid to upend the Fox Disney deal. This being reported on many outlets. This is CBR.com. After losing out on their initial bid, Comcast is said to be readying yet another bid for 20th Century Fox that could upend Disney's deal with the company. According to CNBC, Comcast is currently in talks with banks to make an all-cash offer that would upend Disney's current deal they are the house of mouse is offering up 52 billion that's with a b billion for fox and so apparently comcast is trying to append that deal uh earlier in the show we mentioned the earnings call that took place uh, today this is as we record the show wednesday may 9th well actually let me let me set this up a little bit he's talking about how disney has restructured their corporate hierarchy to prepare themselves for the acquisition of Fox. He doesn't name Fox by name, but he's talking about a a, a restructuring of the corporate hierarchy. And uh, this is what he had to say.
3: We believe this new structure positions our businesses for the future, creating a more effective global framework to serve consumers worldwide, promote growth, and maximize shareholder value. It brings our operations into even closer alignment with our long-term strategy, creating high quality content innovative use of technology and global expansion, including robust direct-to-consumer distribution. If you recall, when we announced the Fox deal, we noted that it would serve these same strategic priorities. And for this reason, we're confident the assets we're in the process of acquiring easily fit within our new structure once the deal is approved. We're still deep in the regulatory process, so I can't share any more information or engage in further speculation about the deal except to say that we strongly believe in the value of those assets as part of our ongoing strategy to create growth in a very dynamic global marketplace. That does not sound like someone that's
2: worried about losing out on Fox. He's basically telling his guys, I got this. Don't worry about it.
0: So there's one interesting thing to me. If Comcast is really going to try to get into a bidding war, there's clause... In the Fox-Disney deal, where Disney pays Fox $2.5 billion, regardless of if the deal closes or not. Wow. So, just because Comcast can, let's say, somehow scrape together $60 billion in cash from banks, which has got to be a hell of a series of loans, I'm guessing that Disney's capitalization is better than Comcast, and that if they're able to borrow $60 billion from banks, Disney can go, hold my beer... <laughs> and go borrow enough money to, to one-up that. Oh, hold would on. Com, would Comcast be willing to include some kind of a you know, penalty clause in their bid? Because if they're not, I'm not sure that Fox would want to take it. Mm. And if they are, here's where an interesting three-way dance could begin to really make it complicated. Because Comcast really wants some assets that are not necessarily the film library. Comcast wants some broadcast assets and hardware that are overseas in Europe and England. Those are the crown jewel for them. The crown jewel for Disney, obviously, is reuniting the Marvel assets and the Fox assets and that old school film library. So if, there could be some kind of three-way dance that goes on because Comcast does have something that Disney wants, which is Comcast owns Universal and has the film rights to The Hulk. So it is not inconceivable that there is a worst-case crazy scenario whereby the Fox deal gets cut up two ways between Comcast and Disney in terms of library and rights and physical assets. So I'm not worried either. I still think it's going to go through, but... Yeah, it gave me some heartburn. I think I, I said to you guys, you know, Comcast, not just fucking up your cable service now.
3: Mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't we need to see? We need. Okay, who owns X, the X Men franchise? Is that Fox? That's Fox. That's Fox. And, yes. and Fantastic Four. Fox.
0: And Fantastic Four. Correct. And so,
2: Correct. those two, they, they need to be home at Marvel. I, 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 it just feels wrong. To me, it was like the Dodgers owning or being owned by Fox. It's just wrong. It, 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 There's something out of balance there. I, I just, I need, I need X-Men and Fantastic Four. I'm sorry, but I need them in the Disney family. they're, they're it It's going to happen.
4: You know, X-Men. I think that not all of them have been great movies, and some of them have been downright terrible. But I think X-Men had been okay in the, in the, in, within the Fox family. I think they've, they've kind of done them well for yes, the most part.
0: They have. Um, they've
4: treated it right. Fantastic Four, man, that's a story yeah. that should be great and just has never been. Just has never been.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I have a question about your comment about the Hulk, um, Dave. Uh, so does that mean that Mar- that Disney
0: Marvel cannot produce a Hulk standalone film? That's yes. That is how the rights hmm. wound up. The rights for solo Hulk movies lie with Universal, which is now owned by Comcast. However, Marvel does have the rights to use the Hulk as part of a team movie situation, which is why he's been able to be in the Avengers franchise. That's mm-hmm. why they've kind of doled out his storyline over, over three movies. They, Feige was like, we can't do a Hulk standalone movie, so Mark Ruffalo, what, what would you like to see as a story arc? Because we're going to do one through Ragnarok, Avengers 3, and Avengers 4. And I love Ruffalo
2: as, as David Banner. I think he's just doing a great job. He, he, yeah, he doesn't. He does not suck. He's owning that character now, and so I can't. I can't imagine. Not this is on anybody's plate, but I can't imagine Fox trying to produce another crappy Hulk movie, um, given what what Disney has been able to do with with the Hulk in, in the Avengers
1: universe. Well, here's a funny thing. There was a really bad Hulk movie, and I think
0: it was just called The Hulk. Yeah, um, it was called The Hulk. It was directed by Ang Lee. Yes, and it came out. Right around the time that Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movie came out, yes, and everybody was amped for both films because it was like, my God, we're taking, we've got these great filmmakers yeah. who are legit fans, and you're giving them a big budget movie, and it was the Hulk just didn't didn't hold together. It didn't work.
1: Yeah, and and it didn't fall under this whole Marvel thing that was kind of going on yeah. afterwards. Uh, so they rebooted the Hulk. And called it the Incredible Hulk, and had Ed Norton play the Hulk. Oh, I forgot about the Ed Norton version. Which is part of the Marvel, the nineteen films that inc- that lead up to it. Oh yes, it
2: is. Yes, because yeah, it's, it's, it's oh,
0: yeah.
1: Robert Downey Jr. makes a cameo yep. at the very end of the movie. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: Okay. And William William Hurt yeah. is the villain.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And he shows up in Infinity War.
0: So and in uh, Civil War, the Mark mm-hmm. Ruffalo character
1: is actually Ed Norton. They just had some problems with Ed Norton and his acting and well I shouldn't say his acting he his, got Terrence Howarded is yeah, what he did he basically oh. did. he got booted and Mark hmm. filled in hmm. so okay. but that movie is actually not that bad it's, hmm. it's an enjoyable film I have to go back and watch it
0: Yeah, hmm. I think it's the worst of the, of the 19 Marvel movies wow uh, more, more, uh,
1: D- yeah Dave, you might you might be right I'm calling Dave out on this one you think that's worse than Ragnarok
0: Ah uh, yeah. Oh wow, okay. All right. I think it's worse than Ragnarok. I think it's worse than Iron Man 3. I think it's worse than Iron Man 2.
4: Thor Thor 2 is not a high point for me.
0: Thor, 2 Thor yeah. High. Yeah. And by the way, for the internet lists that had Thor Dark World ranked ahead of Thor, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, you're you're just you're just nobody can listen to anything you have to say after that. There is no, there is no scale, ranking scale where that is is possible. I'm sorry.
1: I'd have to agree with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm,
2: you know, Bob Iger had something to say about that, but he was talking about the directors. Hard to come up
3: with enough superlatives <laughs> to adequately express the tremendous work that team is doing. There you go.
4: God, I'm so proud of that team. Can you hear just the joy oozing out of his
2: voice there? <laughs> dripping from his voice.
0: Who, who emotes more? Bob Iger as Bob Iger mm-hmm. or Brent Bob Spiner Iger. as Lieutenant Commander Data? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's a toss-up.
2: I don't have any Data quotes. I, 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 maybe I should battle. We should have a Star Wars uh, uh, choices about that. Yeah. Who emotes more Popeye oh, Girl dang. data? Nothing to do with Star Wars, really. <laughs> it's a blast in the past. We haven't relived the
4: choices in a while. Yeah.
2: Uh, all right. We'll have to do it next time. We're running out of time, guys. Uh, all righty. Uh, and we And we haven't even... Wait, hold on. I lost my wow. I Now, lost you, my now clip. even
0: Steve's not using the show notes. Look at that. <laughs> I lost We've my won, clip. Greg, we've won! Steve's
4: closing up shop right now. He's like, Good night, fuckers
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say we
2: haven't even done this yet. It's the Star Wars tweet of the week. Yee-hoo! Really? I'm curious. Because everybody knows that Twitter is a source of endless positivity. You're gravely mistaken. Come to your senses Well, uh, there are a few Twitter accounts that are kind of funny. Sometimes. Greg, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us this week?
4: Guys, a major, major holiday just passed for all of us, except for one, Scott Evansky And that holiday was, of course, May the 4th. Scott, partial to May the 25th. I can't fault the man because he does have a point. But, May the 4th for the rest of the world. Big holiday. Star Wars Day, officially. And from Death Star PR, we have Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Some fun ways you can celebrate. One, you can open automatic doors with the force in Eric books. Number two, you can tell a Luke that you are his father. Number three, <laughs> insist that all the dirty laundry on your floor is actually a dead Jedi. And number four Wow. <laughs> Build a giant death laser and blow up Alderaan.
1: (laughs) Greg, you have me coming around, man. I'm I'm more appreciative of May the 4th now.
4: (laughs) I I will have you know I work as – well, you guys know, but the listeners don't know. I work in a law firm, and during the attorney's meeting that we have weekly, I actually brought up that May 25th was the official Star Wars day and not May the 4th.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm proud of you. Oh, my God by the way I love the dirty laundry on the floor and pointing and calling it a dead Jedi <laughs> <laughs> it's really good
3: Strong. you
4: know I am going to before the music run I'm going to focus on if you have got to see adventures you have not got to the adventures you, you should go see it at the Regal Theater in the Regal Planica Club the reason being if you buy your ticket and register it a the Regal Club they will give you a one month of recent with which Pride. and one month read all of the marvel star wars comments that are out there
2: wow okay so you were kind of breaking up so i'm going to repeat for you i think you said if you see it at regal cinemas and join their club you get a free month subscription to marvel.com
4: the marvel unlimited which is their wow. service to read all of their comic books online wow
2: that's awesome that's great yeah have to try that that sounds awesome I think I saw... Where did I see it? AMC?
1: I can't remember. I saw it at AMC, yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Uh, It's a good
1: deal, nonetheless.
2: Yeah. Nice. Well, if you have seen the Avengers movie and you want to talk about it, tell us what you thought about it, we would love to hear from you. Give us a call on our Wretched Hive hotline. That's 562 455-4483 Four five five four four eight three. that's five six two four five five hive H-I-V-E in case you can't spell HIVE you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Wretched Hive Podcast you can tweet at us at Wretched Hive Pod make sure to download our app by the way I forgot to mention at the top of the show the app has all our links to social media as well so you can link straight to our Facebook page straight to Twitter straight to Instagram you can stream the show look at the show notes Uh, Download the Wretched app through the Apple iStore. Coming soon to you, Android fans. Probably sometime before the end of 2019. (laughs) That's a long time away, but I'll get there eventually. Our crack team of app programmers are busy at work right now. As we speak building out the Android app. I was going to say, busy doing what? Drinking? Yeah, I'm drinking. <laughs> Talking on a podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, episode 61 is in the books. Guys, final thoughts. Guys, I'm going to see one of our other friends this weekend. Uh, Miss Jackie Michelle. Ah. Oh. she is going to be up around the Long Beach area doing a special benefit for uh, healing some, some, some sort of cancer benefit. I don't nice. remember the exact it's good for her. Yep. Awesome. Just wanted all right, We love out.
2: Jackie Michelle. Okay, guys, may the force be with us all. See you next week
4: left all these dead jedi on my floor <laughs> <laughs> do your laundry <laughs>